Hey, it's Jay, and it's time for another One Shot. These are my every other week short form episodes that complement the larger productions, the larger narratives that we tell from other people's perspectives. To complement those, these are ideas from my own experience of the world that didn't quite fit any of the stories we were producing, but I wanted to tell these short form stories anyways. Today's One Shot is called The Worst Advice Ever. What's the worst advice you've ever received? Can you remember? Go ahead, I'll wait. Seriously, what's the worst advice you've ever received? When I was in my mid-20s, I found myself in a purely managerial role. I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. Unlike past jobs, where I started out by doing the job, then hired a team around me as we grew, this new gig was a chance to start as a manager. And from that very first day, it was clear to me, I was not going to create stuff anymore. I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in... On Sunday, too, okay? Rather than big blocks of uninterrupted work time, my calendar was stuffed full of meetings, back to back to back to, oh, look, the day is over. What did I create today? Nothing. Nothing at all. Because that wasn't the job. Ugh. I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Instead, the job was to steer the strategy and then to delegate the actual creative work. The job was to remove blockers from the actual creators I served, not to ship the work myself. Can I be honest? Sometimes I feel guilty about hating that experience. Everything about the job was supposed to be wonderful. The team was great. The brand was great. The influence of our content around the industry was unmatched. The perks, the title, the pay. I was supposed to love it. But I was miserable. One day, I decided to share that fact with my boss. He was a director who'd been at the company for years and we all knew was being groomed to eventually take over the whole department. That's just a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. I don't feel like I'm being fully utilized, I told him. I'm not doing my best work here. Yep, I agree, he said. Oh, uh, thanks? I started clicking my pen because I was told this could distract a boss from what was clearly a forthcoming attempt to fire you or at least send me back to my desk with my tail tucked between my legs. So yeah, nervously clicking my pen. I feel like I'm caught between two roles, I said. I'm in this manager position where I'm supposed to be a content strategist, but I love to create. I'm a content creator. Well, he said, clearly calmed down by my magic pen. Jay, you have to choose. You're early in this whole content strategy thing for brands. You could probably be the best strategist on earth someday you probably won't ever be the best creator on earth. So we can solve for enterprise value and your career in the same way. You should focus on being the best strategist. Okay. So it was settled. With a few tumbles of a tongue, fluent in corporate bullshit, I had my marching orders. Effectively, shut up and get back to work. Now, are you going to go ahead and have those TPS reports for us this afternoon? Now, here's the worst part of it all. I thought he was right. At the time, I was one of very few people in my position across the entire marketing industry, and at a young age, too. People already thought I knew some kind of secret about the work. The world was my oyster, and my boss just told me to crack it open, smother it in some PowerPoint slides, and scarf it down, served with a side of even more meaningless meetings. Ugh. Did I say ugh already? I don't care. Ugh. Thank you.
looking back, I can't help but laugh at his advice because what the hell does the best even mean in our line of work? That's so subjective. That's a fool's errand to pursue. There is no Olympic Games where everybody comes together to compete and decide who gets the gold. There's no list of career stats where we can sort by most subscribers gained or qualified leads generated. Be the best? Nope. Nuh-uh. No thanks. Not a chance. That's not a thing. Not in this line of work. How about be the most fulfilled by your work? What about find something that drives you ceaselessly forward towards constant improvement and learning and joy and the chance to bring your full self to your work? Or what about this? Make things that make a difference. The way I think we can do that is to go on a quest. That's what a creative career just might be, a quest. It's a journey of discovery, of exploring and investigating meaningful ideas and questions, of helping your community think or feel or act better. In the past, both on this show and in my newsletter, we've talked about reframing our work to beat imposter syndrome. We aren't experts. We're explorers. We aren't creators. We're foragers. It's easier to beat imposter syndrome if we feel that way about our work because it's so much easier to share what you found than who you are. And maybe sharing what you find is the process of creating the work. So, we're explorers, we're foragers. Something about where we stand together with our community is broken. We see a mountain peak in the distance, it's something better. It's our vision for the future and we'd like to build it, but we don't know how to get there. Standing between what's broken and what's better is this murky, messy jungle. And so, as explorers, we go hacking away through that jungle in search of something good. That hacking approach, that constant swing after swing, that's the creative process, shipping our work through our consistent practice. Over time, maybe we find a clear path to run faster, or else we just pick a direction that feels right. And that's where we can finally focus our creative efforts, at least for a time. Your body of work, when you pick or find a focus, starts to look a lot less like ad hoc exploration and shipping of disconnected pieces of stuff, and it looks a lot more like one focused effort to solve a specific problem for a specific audience. In other words, you've embarked on a quest, and you invite others along with you. This quest idea, by the way, is something I should credit to marketing author and speaker Andrew Davis. He's somebody who has appeared on the show and will continue to appear on the show, specifically with an episode about his idea, The Quest Matrix. Creativity isn't a final destination. You're not now suddenly creative. You're not now suddenly the best either. Instead, you're on a never-ending quest. Sure, you might have a few key spots along the way that you mark on the map. Maybe these denote something significant you did, like a culmination of how far you've come. That's how I publish books. I did this for two and a half years, and then out comes the book. It's kind of an artifact of two and a half years of audio and written storytelling online and on stages. And now here's the book. So that's maybe a bigger dot on the map. But then I pushed forward, and so do you. There is no finish line, no declaring yourself the best, no reaching the final destination to say, I'm a success. Nobody can declare themselves any of those things in any absolute sense. There's no line that marks the best versus everybody else. Nobody can declare that of themselves. It's up to the individual recipient of your work, your audience, to say that you're the best. And even then, what they're probably saying is, they're my favorite. 
That's not objective either. That's irrational, emotional, and personal. And by the way, that's also the desired outcome of our work, isn't it? To be their favorite, to know that they feel this irrational bias towards our brands, our projects, our ideas. Don't aim to be the best. Don't aim to be great. Aim to be their favorite. In reality, the choice presented to me by my old boss was an impossible choice to make. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Do I pick the job where I could potentially become the best in the world or the one where I'd never be the best, but I very clearly loved? He pushed me to the first. That served his needs too, of course. But the choice was a false one. I can't be the best. I can only venture forward to keep going on this quest and to invite you along the way. Eventually, I left that job, and after a time, I realized that creativity is just a series of quests with unclear beginnings and ends. Sometimes, as we hack away through the jungle, we find some clarity. Other times, we don't, and so we go exploring elsewhere. Either way, this work is such a gift. It's really rare for people to pursue curiosity for a living, to explore what interests us and lights us up. And I don't know about you, but... I just want to keep that going for as long as I can. That's it. That's my objective. I just want to keep doing this for as long as I'm able. The goal isn't to be the best. The goal is to continue the quest. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I, I really love writing these, and I also write these as part of my weekly newsletter. It's called Playing Favorites, and it's all about that one idea of how do you create something that you love and others love too? What does it take for others to pick you, but also stick with you and stick up for you? Every week, I send one story and insight, and it's kind of like a creative pep talk. We push aside all the usual noise and recenter and refocus our efforts. And I just introduced a new section called the Slow Media Suggestion of the Week. My goal there is to help you escape social media and the, the twitchiness of social media for something more nuanced that provides the space that we need to explore our thoughts and our feelings more deeply. In other words, slow media, newsletters, podcasts, films, shows, and books that inspire and teach us to create more resonant work. So that's my slow media suggestion of the week. It's only available in my newsletter. You can subscribe at jayakunzo.com slash newsletter. It's totally free or check your show notes for a link. Until next time, keep making what matters. Bye-bye.